Hello and welcome to Behind the Bunker, ladies and gentlemen. It is Monday night, and we are here live for some great paintball chit-chat. Thank you for tuning in. If you guys are new to our show, we are a weekly paintball show. We go live every Monday night, and we upload this to a podcast where you can download it anywhere you get your better podcasts. And that's iTunes, Podomatic, SoundCloud, Stitcher, any of those places. And it's not just me. I also have Gavin Sharma with me in studio. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I am back again here in the chair uh, and here to quasi-entertain you. I was thrown off a little bit because I heard the bed, and uh, it's a little bit more feisty, wouldn't you say? It's a remix of some sort, so I'm quite enjoying it. I'm sort of dancing in my chair by myself. Uh, so you can dance along at home as well. But as you're dancing along at home, make sure you hit that like and or share button. Uh, so people know that you're what you're doing this evening because this is behind the bunker. We're live and we may talk a little bit about paintball tonight. I um, any any show that I watch about music and stuff, I've always I've never heard anybody say that song was good. It was very lively. I said feisty. <laughs> oh, feisty. Sorry. It's yes. Feisty. Yes. There's our bed right there. All right. Then we also have Joe Kimson from the Flag Raiders Paintball. Hey, and greetings and thanks for tuning into Beautiful Behind the Bunker tonight as we get ready for uh, Monday night and garbage night as well. So guys, tune in. Sit down, put your feet up, and watch some paintball chat. Yeah, nice to see George. Hey, hey. everybody, he says. Nice to see you guys. As I say, hit that like and share button, and uh, we will get all this show started. We have, uh, from the Vault segment, from Joe, fresh off the camera, we have uh, advice from Idiot segment. We have, uh, everybody's been talking about uh, a certain pistol, so we're going to show you some footage of that as well. Price is right, MagFed, pump, action, all kinds of nice stuff tonight, so... Uh, Stay strapped in. A couple things I want to show you guys. Uh, if it's not too late, head on over to Air Ups. You guys can get 20% off your Air Ups field. If you're looking at getting your field uh, ordered for next year already, maybe do that. Uh, we only have a couple of these bad boys left. These are the Behind the Bunker Face Masks by Ruthless. Uh, check those out, ladies and gentlemen. Or, you know, if you want one, you can get at me. If you uh, want one from Ruthless with your own logo on, get at them. Or they have some generic ones. They, as I said last week or the week before, they are the most comfortable mask. And I had to use them all weekend this weekend at an event we were running. And they're all right. I and mean, if you'd like one of those used ones that I've actually put on my face, uh, send us an email to showbehindbunker.com and I can get you a used one uh, for a discounted <laughs> price. A little bit of Gavin DNA in there. Yeah, yeah. Don't wash them. Just fresh, just out, snip. fresh out the envelope. <laughs> uh, Joe, who's this fellow? This is uh, Riley, and he's uh, repping uh, behind the bunker. There you go. And if you guys would like a Behind the Bunker patch, send me a DM. We can uh, hook you guys up. Riley Randall. They slide into those DMs. Slide into my DMs, but do it late at night. That's the only time I'm checking them. And uh, there's a small fee for it, including shipping, but uh, we can get you guys something, uh, get you hooked up. Maybe cram some stickers in there as well. Cram it. You need a fans-only page for those. <laughs> I, think Facebook, yes. I think Facebook only allows you to have groups of 100 or more. Otherwise, really? it'll shut you down. Okay. I don't think right. we can have a... Uh, there is a Behind the Bunker viewer fan page out there, ladies and gentlemen. If you're looking for some places to get more information, you can go there. Dwayne King is in Bag of Chips. Dwayne King is in a Bag of Chips? He is a Bag of Chips. The Bag of <laughs> is Chips. He, is he the prize? Like what's in... Yeah. <laughs> like in Cracker Jacks. Those prizes have severely gone downhill. We got Cracker Jacks given to us for a drive through birthday party they we went to. Them? Yeah. Wow. And I was excited. I opened it up. I was eating it. And then I felt the prize. I pulled it out. And it's a sticker. Remember when they used to be something? They yes, used to have like kazoo rings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember them being that fancy. Were you? Yeah, and then like the pink popcorn too. Yeah, had, yeah, had, yeah. had that, the stuff that in that elephant that. popcorn, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. They stopped making that stuff after all the hillbillies started going blind. Um, Exalt, ladies and gentlemen, do you know that they have the new Emac or Etha two aluminum feed neck tension thumb screw? They need to make an abbreviation for that. Uh, they are available now at exaltpaintball.com and if you're trying to get some more niceties what about the uh, back cap the aluminum back cap now oh, that's uh, very nice yeah the plastic's cool but if you can get some accents to uh, to tie out your gun then fantastic a Google cloud I was um, at Ed's house and he was actually uh, working with those himself on a horizontal uh, milling machine so he was doing it himself then he dipped them in anodizing fluid nice self anodized um and what did you say, Gavin? Nothing. Let's okay. go on. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back it and rewind. Not, no, and... it's not important. <laughs> Circumplex. Oh, accent <laughs> goo. New bubblegum barrel maids, ladies and gentlemen. 
forget the colors if you don't like them. These are the only ones in the industry that seem to work well. That's um, true. If you're looking for a barrel swab, head on over. Whose album cover does that look like? Dire Straits, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I can't place it. Yeah. Prince, maybe? Prince or... Uh, or Rick James. Max Hedrum. He didn't have an album, but that was kind of like his backdrop. Uh, what about these? New gold and black. I'm not a fan of black and gold. What about gold and black? Not a fan of gold <laughs> and black. <laughs> these are... Uh, yeah, these look pretty neat. If you have like a gun with gold accents, you don't see a lot of gold anymore. I wouldn't. Normally you like... It's uh, too expensive. Oh, you see the price of gold? It's like 1500 bucks an ounce, man. This is coming from a guy who's almost got a full set of crunk. That's why you don't smile very often. Right. I got robbed. <laughs> some hoodlums with some pliers <laughs> stopped me in the alleyway. Yeah, so whatever. You don't see, no, my point was you don't see a lot of like yellow and black guns. There, that used to be like the carnivore colors and some of the other guns like uh, the Joy. DM5s and the Joy. They, yeah, you don't see a lot of that anymore. Um, MagFed, Joe. Ah, I have that. From Planet Eclipse, an absolute must for all MagFed players out there. Upgraded follower and spring clits, kits simply make your playing experience much better. <laughs> it Contact sure does. your local Eclipse dealer for availability um, on locator.planeteclipse.com. Hashtag EMF, Eclipse MagFed, follower, springs upgrade. I cannot wait to watch us and rewind in closed captioning. <laughs> Please uh, don't send any emails... That, from what I understand, was an accident. <laughs> ah, I'm hoping it was an accident. It was. Yeah. Um, what else we've got? Glove Affair. The Phantom Gloves buy at Planet Eclipse in stock as well. Yeah, it's another thing. Gloves, you either get a good pair or you get a crappily made one. And I would assume because it's Planet Eclipse, it's going to be a good quality glove. So if you're looking for a set of uh, gloves, give them a try. Thinner, more flexible padding, Velcro wrist straps, silicone grip uh, details, and cushion fit adjustment. Um, <laughs> what? Well, the delay. It's people are now. No, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice guys. Um, we're just gonna pretend that doesn't exist. <laughs> Bet you we're gonna sell some. We sure are. <laughs> well, they're for the button. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, maybe don't like and share. <laughs> we don't want people knowing what's going on over here. Um, so that's all I got in the news. Uh, while I was reading that silicone grip details, someone at the field took a uh, a silicone a tube of silicone goo for like uh, fixing leaks in bathrooms and stuff like that, and they put it on their end of their tank to make like a buttstock made of silicone. And they made it look like a spider web, right? So that you, when you had it up against yeah, your chest, yeah. whatever, whatever. But like it didn't last. And I found it on the the ground after the guy's first game, and kind of felt bad for him. He probably spent like two ninety nine on a tube of silicone and had great aspirations that it was going to be the best thing since sliced bread. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for advice from idiots. But before we get to that, Joe comes to us with another from the vault segment where he goes into his vault every week and pulls out some old treasures, I guess you could say. And, uh, yeah, let's have a look. Let's see. What hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball. Each week we go back in time and we do a segment called From the Vault, where I dig into my vault. I undo the combination and pull out some sort of vintage piece of paintball paraphernalia. This week is no different. This week we are going to show you the... JT, I don't even know what this is called. Is it a baker's cap? Is it a, a, a kitchen cap? Is it, what is it? Is it a Navarone shooting hat? Is it a beret? It can be anything, but it's a JT paintball and it's vintage. Also, this is the first time it's incidentally ever been on anyone's head. And the second one I have, this is rare, vintage, brand new JT sock hat. Yes, it's for sale, but it's not cheap. I'll put this on, even though it's 31 degrees Celsius, which is about 99, 93 degrees Fahrenheit, I'm gonna wear my sock hat. But anyway, guys, this has been From the Vault. This is a vintage JT sock hat, and you're watching Behind the Bunker. Until next week, pew pew. I have them here live in studio. So I, I actually did the vault just before the show. I needed someone to film. There was no one at my house, and I could not self-film. 
So I don't, I don't know what this hat is. I, I, I guess it would be okay if you were playing because you could wear it with your goggles and you wouldn't need any ear protection. It's kind of like a baseball hat with no peak. And the sock hat, the more I hold it, it it's pretty dense. It's a pretty heavy, heavy weight. Bouncy, bouncy. Bouncy thing. Yeah, so yeah. if you had this on and you were getting shot, I think the paintballs would bounce off. And it's got two two nice embroidered logos, one at the top and one in the bottom. And it's got the uh, adjustable... Um, tan string that you can move up and down i guess you could actually probably cut this in half and get two sock hats so you'd have a pair of sock hats like in the real world but anyway guys these are um some pretty vintage uh pieces of uh paintball memorabilia if you will there you go so if you guys have any suggestions, Joe, do you have some? Th- do you know what you're filming next week, or do you want some suggestions? No, I have some ideas. I, I'll, I'll just drag it out and film. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually probably. <laughs> Why well, you're really selling your segment? <laughs> I got some shit. Oh, I'll drag whatever. it out and well, no, film I, you it. know what? I was at the, I was at the field on the weekend, and I was with. Um, I pulled out one of my my PMI ones, and I screwed a tank on. I shot some lubrication into it, and it fired, man. It was firing. Dead on accurate. I think I'll, I'll do a little vault segment on my PMI one, uh, with my H an HPA tank on it for uh, next week, and we'll actually do a little bit of shooting, and we'll see how it performs. Yeah. Sounds good. Why why a why a sock hat? Like why the original shape? Like I, I like did that come from another industry? Because it was JT. Were motocross people wearing them? No, like, I think it was sort I of a one Sandana. They had uh, more dignity than that, I think. <laughs> yeah. So Sandana had their head wraps when it first came out, so it sort of resembles a head wrap a bit. But you have the whole Duke uh, yeah, yeah. version of it. So that that my guess. I have no idea because I can't imagine in California. It was very toque friendly or beanie friendly at that point, right? Because that's a thick, thick. It's a uh, thick hat. hat. Yeah. But if anyone wants to buy it, I'll gladly sell it. I don't know about the other one, but maybe. Yeah, so there you go, guys. Hit us, hit us up through the uh, behind the bunker Facebook messenger there. Um, so yeah, we'll watch uh, for another video next week. We have uh, what other video do we have, Matt? We have uh, Zuby. We have Zuby. Yeah. So why don't we? Uh, why don't we get to? Uh, why don't we? We'll get to that in a bit. Advice from idiots. I have a couple questions that were sent in this week. I'd like to get to those as well. This is the segment where you guys have sent in your questions. And, uh, well, panel of idiots in front of you are going to answer them for you. First off, Chris Torres uh, says, I have entered my first big game scenario next month. And I'm asking you guys, what should I bring or prepare for? Bit of a double double question there, guys. What? So he's going to his first big game, never been to one before. Give him some. Uh, give him some advice. Okay, so I will do sort of off the field advice. Uh, be completely self-sufficient. Um, so all you need to do is pick up your paint, your registration, your envelope, whatever like that, so you're ready to go. Um, so make sure you have your own goggle cleaning, um, your own chair, shade, or sun protection or rain protection, um, your own tools, all of that. So everything you need. Set up your own little base camp. Uh, so you don't have to go back up uh, to walk for anything else other than maybe potentially air. So you want to have all of your equipment, everything that you need to be self-sufficient for the entire day. Uh, so you're not required to sort of lumber around and uh, and, and wait in line up. So one and done uh, for your lineups. Um, and then make sure you have like change of clothes and all that stuff. So whatever you need to do to enjoy yourself, uh, whether that is with refreshments, absolutely, uh, some food, snacks, stuff like that. Uh, be completely self-sufficient. Have your own little compound, whether that's in a vehicle or uh, in the staging area, so you don't have to make multiple trips back to uh, the headquarters or uh, to the registration area to pick up stuff. Joseph? Yeah, that's uh, what I enjoy doing is staging out of my own vehicle. Uh, yeah, d- d- depending on sort of what the park is like yeah, and how exactly. close it is. But, yeah, yeah. You, you basically want to be sel- a self-contained unit. Uh, and then load up ready to go um, so that you get more time on the field um, than sort of looking for, for stuff or waiting in lines and, and missing out on play. I would, um, Ga- Gavin is 100% correct. I would go to Home Depot. I'd buy a couple of spray bottles, fill them with soapy water and bottled water. Make sure you have lots of drinks. Take a cooler. Um, take some bananas if it's super hot. Bananas are easy to eat. They're fast and they'll keep you um uh, from cramping up, they'll give you lots of potassium. Take a roll of toilet paper in case you need to use the facilities. Some Lysol wipes so you can wipe down the facilities b- prior to utilizing the facilities. Grab your own microfiber cloths. Get some squeegees. Make sure you have Allen keys. Take some electrical tape. If your gun runs on batteries, take some batteries. Cloths to clean stuff. Um, you can take an extra change of socks. 
bring lots of easy to eat snacks that will keep you you know um with some energy um don't you know have french fries and poutine and a, and a big hamburger at lunch have some easy to eat stuff that's high in protein to give you lots of energy and um start if it's been a hot week and getting hot hydrate start hydrating so you can keep going keep pushing yourself because you're there to play paintball not to sit around in the staging area you can do that at home later on so i do want to follow up with that as well and acclimatize yourself to the temperature if you are a a, a folk uh, who work in an office all day, air-conditioned office, air-conditioned house, air-conditioned vehicle, and then you go into 30 or 40 degree heat, uh, it's going to have an impact on you. So at least begin to acclimatize yourself, spending some time exercising outside, even if it's a, a leisurely walk, uh, just to get used to temperature, moving around in that heat, uh, to get your body uh, used to that. And Joe, for guys like me who dehydrate quite easily, a uh, high-sodium snack, so the pickles or pickle juice, almonds, uh, salted almonds, stuff like that. Oh, too uh, soon. Um, They're gone. Yes. Um, all of those things are going to help you stay in the game, keep uh, retain some water. Um, and so as you're flushing out your system, um, keeping some of that salt and electrolytes in. So making sure that you're able to, uh, so nutrition, self-containment, um, but just sort of plan for the weather as well. Um, George Hayes says, get there early in Corona as early as possible. Mm -hmm. Robert Hansen said, on-site parking is nice. Mike Holstrom, understand the objectives. If you're unsure of the game, ask a ref, ask a general runner etc maybe have a look at the field um often field maps are available but if you can get the address of the field you can google earth it and sort of have a look at um you have a probably a better understanding of any terrain features any water any you know things like that where the parking is in relation so you'll have an idea if you're with friends you can get yourself some frs radios so you guys can communicate back and forth even if you're not using them for in play and you're at a big facility at least you can communicate figure out where everyone is so you can coordinate and if you want to go play and you're ready to play then just go out and your friends will catch up to you later on don't wait around just get going if you have extra extra guns extra tanks take it so you're ready and um try to test them a couple days before so you don't get to the field and start mucking around and, and spend half your day tinkering trying to get going and i believe this is was, this is his first scenario that he's going to is that it what is. it was not? okay um so depending on how immersed you want to get in the game too always check in with the general or command staff so you know exactly what's going on on the field. I mean, uh, it, it's great to go out and shoot paint and just hit random people, uh, but sometimes it's, it's, it's specific or mission-based or objective-based. Uh, so you have to know what's going on. So whether you have radios, but frequent communication with the command structure or general, so you can actually immerse yourself and enjoy the full experience, whether that's with props or, or missions, etc. Um, so if that is why you signed up, because you want to get into the scenario, then connect with those who are leading it so you have an idea of what's going on. Yeah. I like the suggestion there, pre-crony your gun. A lot of guys get to the target range and they're holding up the line because, A, they didn't check to make sure their gun's working, and, B, they didn't get their crony close. And I get that you have to re-crony every day, but the difference of, you know, 5 or 10 or a quick change in the Allen key to adjust it is, is, is one thing, but not have cronied in months and it's over 350, yeah. So I see in the chat, Donnie McFarland says, uh, garbage bag for your nasty clothes. So if you want, <laughs> no, that's absolutely important. A clear yeah. garbage but I, bag. Yes. So those uh, lawn bags, the actual clear ones, that way you're not mistaking it for garbage. Uh, I've been to a number of scenarios and events where, or teams have thrown out entire jerseys and uniforms. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> this is coming from a guy who used to carry his stuff in a bindle. <laughs> yes, I, I, I had a, no. I had a regular bindle and I had a clear bindle for the end of the day, right? So I knew what you wanted. Ooh, which, look yeah. at you and your fancy bindles. <laughs> yeah, so make sure that you are, you you know, so particularly at the end of the day, you're exhausted, right? So whether it's yeah. a one day event or a two day event, uh, you're mentally and physically drained, and you don't want to make a mistake of throwing out gear. Yeah. Um, so a clear garbage bag to you know make it idiot proof uh, to make sure that you're laundering what you need to and throwing out what you need to. And and here's a point we probably never suggested, and I was I, I, this comes from listening to someone on the weekend talk. If you know you're going to a scenario game, and it, for example, this one, Chris, for example, you're a month away, make sure that your wife or your girlfriend is busy or knows you're leaving and all your chores are done. There's nothing worse than being at a big game and hearing somebody going, oh, my wife's calling me because I got to go home early and I got to do this or I got to do that. It's your day. Make sure that you're prepared for it. Make sure that your schedule is clear. If the wife's going to natter at you to clean the shed before you go, then clean the shed and enjoy your day there's nothing worse than getting those stupid phone calls or turn your phone off when you're at the field <laughs> until after the award ceremony is done yeah. yeah you don't want to hear about a sick child until after the game <laughs> precisely yeah. yeah it's your day damn it <laughs> <laughs> well no they just they seem to have that knack to 
catch you and you know what I mean then you're then it's like oh that sounds like a solid relationship Todd yes (laughs) well it's not me I yeah all right yeah good question yeah that's a loaded question and then I don't know if you guys talked about seasonal but if you guys you know depending on the weather for the day make sure you've dressed or brought extra clothes or yeah it's always nice having that nice clean pair of clothes to change into when you're done the day I always like to flip people flops at the end of the day, regardless of the season, too. So yeah. if you're driving back in a vehicle, let those dogs air out a bit and cool off. <laughs> yeah. Something that happened to us on the weekend, Matt and I, at the end of the event, we were running on the weekend. We were using wet wipes to wipe our hands, but it just doesn't get that paintball nope. goo off your hand. Bring yourself a bottle of water or just something with some soap in it. And even if it's just a bottle of water with a little bit of Dawn soap in it and get it all over your hands, it just it feels so much better, you know? Kind of like a hobo shower. Hobo shower. Spray bottle. You're good to go. Ryan Kitra has a great point. Go to the bathroom before you go to the field. <laughs> if you've got nerves, try to get it all out before you get to the field. Because when you're at the field, that's not going to be good for anybody. The amenities at the field are typically not as nice as at your home. <laughs> no. And if you do. That's questionable use, for me. <laughs> and if you do use their amenities, just don't go downstairs. Someone made an awful mess down there. That's yeah. right. What do you mean? In the basement. (laughs) (laughs) The plastic basement. Yeah, Donnie McFarlane, you just dressed for the weather. West Coast weather is not East Coast weather. Yeah. Whether or not it's sunny or rainy, dress for it. (laughs) All right. We good with that question? Do you want to move on? Yeah, man, that was good. All right. A couple more questions. Let me quickly read the Dante Villarreal. Says, played on a super windy day last weekend and wondering if there's anything I can do to stop my balls from drifting. <laughs> I don't know if that's a troll question. Or not. Yeah, that's a good point. Windy days, your paintballs are going to be chasing, chasing whichever the way is when the wind is blowing. Aside from, I don't know, what can you possibly do to fix that? Uh, tighter bore match, so you know you're, there's less turbulence. But I mean, that's sort of the nature of the beast. Yeah. But the thing is, you're not the only one playing in that environment. You have the entire field in your competition and your opponent or your opponents in your uh, whatever it is. Like, Pretend you have an apex barrel. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, everybody's experiencing the same w- weather condition, so um, you're not you're not completely disadvantaged. So it, it sucks, but it's yeah. the nature of the beast when you're playing in the environment. Crank the hell out of your velocity. <laughs> just kidding. I'm that. just kidding. That's not going to help anyway. Yeah, that's not going to help it anyways. Um, that's actually a good point. I, if Simon Stevens was here, I would it ask him that. If you lowered the velocity of your gun, let's say the oh. field is 280 or 300. If you lessen the velocity of your gun to, like, let's say, 250, would that help you in a windier situation? I don't know. That's a physics question, and I don't... I ain't no known for physics, so <laughs> nor grammar. <laughs> yeah, Where's so I don't know. That's, Tyson? that's a good question. Uh, get up close and make your shots count, says Donnie McFarlane. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shoot upwind. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good digger. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's a good point. Change your game, I guess. Up, get get up and personal, and do a little more close combat if you can. Yeah, I don't know. I don't uh. know. Mm. Best, best we can answer. We are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Would also taping up the porting on your barrel make it better or worse? I don't know. It's another physics question. Yeah. God damn it, Simon Stevens. Where are you when we need need these questions? Someone tag Simon Stevens so maybe we can get the answers. answers you know, but all the years of playing, I haven't had that significant disadvantage where it's so windy that I'm shooting around corners. I think at that point, because I weigh but 50 pounds. <laughs> If it was you that more, windy, you have more to worry about than just whether <laughs> yeah. your balls are drifting. That's right. I'd be, I'd be my vehicle uh, because otherwise I'd be in Oz and I'd be the king of the munchkins. Yeah. And as Dwayne King says, shoot up wind. I would put my back to the wind, and I know that doesn't always work that way, but that would be the only way to to get straighter shots. Is um, let's do another one here. It's um, a good one. Uh, Pierce Daughtry says, "How do I avoid?" Avoid getting injured while playing. I cannot afford to miss work due to an injury. Good sturdy Very footwear. Good question. Yes, making sure you have the proper equipment. So, uh, if you are a little longer in the tooth, like most of the people in the studio here, long in the tooth, yeah, um, your body is less forgiving. So, make sure you're taking care of your body by stretching before 
maybe during and after gameplay as well. Oh, good point. Um, just to ensure that you know you're, there's enough blood flow to the muscles, things are limber, uh, and you're able to go. And again, play at your own pace. If you've never jumped out of a second-story building to a barrel roll, don't try it for the first time in a game or scenario. But if I've watched Luke and Bo Duke jump through windows and do that's that. Not, that's not a certification course by watching the Dukes of Hazzard. Okay? So if you've never done it in real life, don't try it for the first time. Or the fall guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and, again, yeah. and again, it is a game. It is simply a game, a hobby, regardless of what level you're playing or what type of sport you're playing. Yeah. Uh, so you do have to go to work on Monday or school or whatever your commitments are. So making sure that you're you're not overextending yourself and you are making sure that you're taking care of yourself when you're playing, uh, but not but not playing uh, beyond your ability or skill level. And the other thing is if you have like doctor prescribed splints or shin things or what do you call those knee braces, yep. you should be wearing those for sure. And yeah, I, I guess the, as Gavin said, if if you don't do this stuff every week, don't do it. Just take it easy. And uh, if you're gonna start playing paintball on a regular and you want to be a little more aggressive, then best be hitting some gym or some yoga and get yourself some specific training and just yeah. uh, conditioning for sure. Yeah, um, padding is also good. Yeah. Like knee pads are great. Everyone at some point goes down on it at least a knee or two when they're playing paintball. Um, elbow pads. I, I don't. I wore. I always wear elbow pads because I like to bounce off them. To be honest with you, but I don't. I'm not sliding into a snake. I'm not sliding it behind a building. So it's it's kind of up to you. Joe, do you wear any pads? Um, I wear knee. My my BD, I wear BDU military style pants, and and most of the uh, the, the more modern ones have an integrated pocket, and I have a a, poc, a pad designed to go in the pocket of the knee pad. And when I'm kneeling down, it's, it's pretty good. Some, if I'm on more rugged train or if I'm going to play longer, sometimes I put a, an over knee pad over top of my, my pants as well just to protect my knees from, like, bashing and stuff. Um, but you, I usually just wear what is inside my knee, my pants. I find that sufficient. Yeah. Ryan Kitcher says, book the day off work uh, the, day, the next day after. That's actually a really good point. Um, Sean used to do that after every big game and – the worst thing is you're leaving Sunday night, you're tired, you're exhausted, then you're getting your lunch together for the next day for work. Yeah, good point. I used to just call in sick. <laughs> After screaming all day on the field, you're a horse, and so like when you call in, you sound legitimately quite ill. Yeah. Uh, Lee Cuddle says, uh, no one needs knee pads or elbow pads. Man up. <laughs> you say that now in your 20s. Yeah. Yeah, Lee, when you're my age. Yeah, And Steve Couchy, all the way from Australia, is tuned in. How are you, my friend? Uh, I guess that's good morning to you on Tuesday. Good morning. Yeah. We haven't had our Australian friends on. No. We were going to do a live we're show do a on a Saturday show. Yeah. Uh, we w- just, one day we'll get to that. We yeah. will. We will. Um, well, why don't we leave this for a couple minutes? Uh, I do have some more. If we get back to them over the course of the show, great. Uh, I wanted to show you guys a quick video. Um, everyone's been talking about the Roscoe, the paintball pistol that, that came out. We saw it at Paintball Extravaganza. We did you. We did a video about it. You guys, you guys uh, liked it then. We're gonna play it now because there's so much social media buzz about the Roscoe right now. In case you don't know what it is, and uh, when we come back, we'll have uh, more paintball goodness. What's up behind the bunkers? We'll be here at the First Strike booth at Paintball Extravaganza 2020. I'm here with. The Roscoe. This is the one everybody's been asking for. This is the one everybody's been asking tons of questions about. So let's give a yes. quick rundown. It is a break on open revolver. Six shots. Comes with a valve that gives you 280 feet per second when you are shooting your 50 cal first strikes. 12 gram. Drops into the grip. Also available for this puppy is a low impact valve. You take the actual valve itself out, put a low impact one in there if you're playing maybe indoor. Or my personal favorite, the personal use, higher velocity. Also coming soon is the constant air adapter for the Roscoe. All right, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's the Roscoe. If you guys are looking for a, um, what do you call it, a wheel it's gun? A pist- a pist- revolver. 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 There you go. Neat, for sure. Uh, Donnie McFarland calling the Roscoe. 
<laughs> like it. It's about that. Uh, Ryan says, I grabbed a set of compression knee pads to fit under my uh, knee pads to fit under my knee pads. Never had an issue since then, and I slide the snake all day. I'm sure you do. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> giggity, giggity. <laughs> giggity. Um, hey, I wanted to uh, tell you guys about a couple things here, and I'm just about ready, Matt. Yeah, so let me tell you about Planet Eclipse. Did you know more championships, new mechanical markers, new electros, new territory, including the new MagFed division? Get Planet and take on the world. Anola Gay, when the world's leading paint... When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, and biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Do you think she's an expected parent or? I don't know. Expecting to parent? Thick welded seams, stainless steel, <laughs> hardware, multiple color options make Air Ups the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in America by Brent Davis and his team. And please check out airups.com for 20% off their entire. Uh, inventory. Uh, check them out for your water launchers, your paintball fields, anything you need. AirUps has you covered. So dreams fade, but ruthless paintball products, colors, sublimation, and craftsmanship never die on or off the field. Ruthless will keep you fresh. Use the BTB15 code for 15% off your next order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt, it's in our blood. Make your game boil. Get Exalt. Available worldwide. From the beginning, Worldwide. you stumble down a rocky cliff or waded chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Now, whether you're sliding into the stake or running and gunning, GI Sports has the gear for you. Now with the new Stormer. Look at it. Look at the picture. See how his gun actually has, or his uh, goggle has wear on it? Oh, yes. That's great. Uh, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. DLX Technologies, true industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get you guys to the podium. Altama, since 1968, Altama has put more boots on the ground than any other DOD supplier. Make the military's choice yours. Get your feet into Altama Original SWAT today. Hashtag Sturdy Footwear. Ah, putting the power in your paintball. Never miss a shot with Ninja. Ninja supplies regs, remotes, and recharge systems to the top teams and players in the sport. Don't get left behind. Get Ninja. Miss Ray. We miss Mr. Trimble. He's doing something. I hope so. Um, all right. Let's do one more advice question, and then we'll get on with the evening here, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. If you're uh, just tuning in, make sure you hit that like and share button and stick around for a while. Nice to see you guys today. Um, sorry, Donnie McFarlane also asked a question. He says, odd question. Do you guys think an event will ever allow both 68 and 50 caliber together? Um, yes, and I also think 43 caliber mixed in there. I think... Um there's no we we have players right now that have 43 cal and they play in 68 because they're using a sidearm or they have a 50 caliber revolver and and they play up and there's been a few times when a guy with a 50 caliber tmc has played up into the 68 game you can't go down you can't play 68 with a bunch of you know people playing 50 cal but you can certainly if we'll call it man up or person up if you can you know, you can head into a, a 68 caliber or a regular paintball game with a 50 cal, with a 50 cal shooter. Absolutely no problem. And your velocity can be considerably higher because of the weight and the joules of a 50 caliber ball is is so much less than a 68 cal. You could probably shoot 325 feet per second and still hit with less impact than a 68 caliber ball going at 260 feet per second. Give that some physics consideration. Just think, playing with a 50 cal TMC in a game, you get 25 rounds in your mag, not 19. So that gets you like 20% more shooting power. So think about that. Where were you with the physics answers earlier in the night? <laughs> I was sitting right here. He was here. Googling it. That's what he was doing. I was doing. Googling. I came up with all that on my own. I've had some book learning, man. Some good old-fashioned learning. Good. What do you think, Gavin? I, I would agree. Uh, basically your statement. So it, it, it does happen now, it, it feels, both recreationally and scenario games. And as, as Joe mentioned, you can certainly go up. You can't go down. So you can't have a large comp uh, you can't have 68 go to 50 or 50 to 43. Uh, but if you certainly, if somebody is so inclined, they can certainly play with a smaller ca uh, caliber paintball uh, moving up the sort of the, the sizes. And some people are inclined to try many different things. 
Yes. <laughs> Start with a small caliber first, I guess, is what Joe's saying. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, Todd just sat down. I saw it on the TV. Yeah, sorry. Um, so here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for your advice questions. We have a couple that we didn't get to. Um, not because they weren't good, but uh, we'll we're, get to we're them. We're idiots. We'll get That's to them why. later. Should we answer them? Yeah, if you guys have more questions, uh, send them in. If we get a chance, we'll get to more of them as the uh, show progresses tonight. Um, oh. Matt, do you have an intro for this? No, I do not. Are you sure? Uh, let me just look over my <laughs> intros, and that seems to be missing. Oh, okay. Well, Price is right. <laughs> Zuby's not here. It doesn't matter because Gavin usually wins anyway. That's right. All right, well, I found it in the file. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. I love how you cut off Todd, too, to play it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was so, you know, demanding that I play it. Yeah. All right, so here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to play Price is Right. You guys can join us at home. All you need to do is uh, put your bids up in the uh, in the chat here. Smart Parts Renegade Jersey Real Tree, size medium. What are you guys thinking? It looks like it's in relatively good shape. It does have some wear on it. Their folding skills aren't the greatest. Looks like it almost has front pack wear. Front pack? Like right there. Um, Yeah, but it's still good. You can still see the real trees. All right, Gavin, you won last time. I sure did, Bob. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with $120 even, Bob. Okay. Uh, Mike Holstrom starting the bid at $5. Joe, what are you thinking? 95 95 Donnie McFarlane says 250 Elliot Darno 85 Bill the Scribner, 120 45 from Joseph and Robert, 165 Matt, you want in on this? George Hayes says 85 uh, yeah, um, I'm going to go in between at 100 even. Okay. Lisa Weber, 20 bucks with her chili peppers. JPE sixty bucks. Steven, twenty five dollary dues. Uh, Mike Holstrom ninety nine. Tracy, eighty seven. James eighty bucks. This sold for one hundred twenty one dollars and fifty cents. Wow, yeah, buddy. What'd you say? You said one twenty five. No, he said one twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this came down to one twenty one fifty. Makes Good me happy you, when someone. I'm on a roll. Okay, we can, we can end it right now. We can end it right now. <laughs> 120 is too much money, but I'll, I'll go another dollar fifty. There you go. And look at that, he won. Uh, let me take a second to find the next here. Uh, here it is. Palmer's Pursuit Pursuit Stroker. Stroker. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. And it also says vintage red dot. There's nothing vintage about that red dot. Just should say Shiza. Brand. But that is a beautiful gun. It sure is. Paul Nadlin had one of those. He had several. He did, yes. Yeah. What do you guys think? Trigger guard is either missing or broken. Uh, it's cut broken. off for, uh, for tournament play. Does, so it, get have, your does it have in. a trigger shoe? Uh, yeah, it's probably yeah. a brass trigger shoe. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, let's see. Who won that one? Gavin, you got within a dollar fifty yeah, of that. Go, I'm man. going $350, Bob. 350 bucks. Hmm. Okay. Mike Holstrom says 300. George Hayes says 275. Roger Weaver says suck at 250. <laughs> Joe, what are you thinking? What did you say, Gavin? 350. <laughs> Four and a quarter. Okay. Four and a quarter. Uh, Palmer's equals expensive. 350 bucks, says Elliot. James says 250. Same with Donnie. What are you thinking, Matt? I'm going to go crazy and go under at 200. Someone needs to word, use the word ludicrous because Josh isn't here today. I'm usually the ludicrous guy. Oh, you are? <laughs> yes, that's true. So Tracy Santos, 365. Christopher Delicious says 245. And Bill Scribner, 300. This sold for $725. It did, Gavin. Don't shake your head. All right. No, I, I, I believe oh, it. I, I just. Sorry, did I win? Just <laughs> <laughs> a little upset about my uh, partner to my left. Gavin, you're the, you're the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So when you gloat, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. I just want to have clarification. Yep. Um, all right, well, let's change it up a little bit here. Vintage. Holy crap. Oh, that's awesome. I have Splatmaster a... Repeat. It's not a toy. In green. 
I have that in a Splatmaster, just a Splatmaster, not a repeat, but the same similar packaging from the Splatmaster. Do you have a repeat? Yeah, I have a repeat, but not in a not in a piece. And you have it in black. I have it in black and green. I have both. Good for you. There's a Splatmaster somewhere in the studio, but I don't know where it is. All right, so Joe won that. He did. Joe, what are you thinking? Let's see. Some of the guys what's in the, the chat. What's the writing? Okay, none of you guys are helping. James is bidding holy crap. George Hay says, uh, must have been for the red dot. Christopher Pringle says, wow. Where are you going, Todd? And, uh, oh, you I went away. Way. Sorry, I was scrolling on the uh, Facebook chat. All right, so starting here, we have 125 bucks from Roger Weber. George Hay says 225 And James says 150 What did you say, Joe? I did thinking? It. Um, I have 185 Okay. Matt, what are you thinking? Mike Holstrom says 55. I'm going to do 100. Go then 101. No, no, no. I was, le- I was <laughs> leaning there. So, you know, I'm going to say 200. 200 bucks. Um, okay. This sold for $129.99. Huh. Who got that? That would be me. I was going to say. Damn it. We have, <laughs> a, we have a three-way. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right, well, what would be a good way to break up a three-way here? How about let's go for something Someone silly. Someone turning the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought oh. you were a... Oh, I, yeah. oh, She had the best Adam's apple ever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, surprise! Uh, yeah. All right, hello. <laughs> Which is funny because lights don't change the tone of the voice. All right, so here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's clear the board. Um, Karmatech. SAR 12C. This is the SAS semi auto paintball gun with a Nemesis barrel. It's a whole lot of silliness to be carrying around. (laughs) (laughs) Your mic is still on. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's okay. Like, okay, none of us in the in this studio play that style of paintball. You know what I mean? Like, none of us are snipers. None of us are back guys. None of us have the patience for that gun. But for those that do, they're willing to pay this price. And what is that price, Matt? Oh, geez, I'm up. Uh, I don't know. I bet someone play, paid crazy money for this, as in $500. Okay. Steven from Australia says, given the crazy prices on everything else, yes. And then uh, Pringle says, time to, time to break out the Vegemite. It's a lot of Vegemite there. Gavin, what are you thinking for the Karmatech SAR 12C? With the power of Vegemite, I'm <laughs> only going to say $800, Bob. Wow. James in the chat says 1000 Donnie McFarlane, 1410 Bill Scribner, 1500 bucks. Tommy Gum, 1600 bucks. And Rick Char, who's got that extravaganza money, says 2175 <laughs> Mike Holstrom, 999 What did you say, Gavin? 800 And that's being conservative. I'm going to... I'm going to say, I don't know, I'm going to say nine and a quarter. Tracy Santos, 1,005. Matt, did you bid? I apparently bid quite low, but yes, I did. Okay, $1,800, says Richie Rampage Santos. He says 18,000. Oh, it is, (laughs) 18,000. Well, Richie, you're probably the closest. It's uh, $1,289. $1,289 for this nonsense. Can I we, take that for you? Have we broken that? Oh, I have a garbage right here. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's on the floor. What? Uh, who won that? Uh, Joe did. Uh, well, technically, yes, but I think Gavin and Spirit really took the took that game. Why? Agreed. Well, how does that, <laughs> how it doesn't do matter. You know, can you mute his mic, producer man? <laughs> yes, I won again. We don't need a tiebreaker. We're good then, right? <laughs> We're good. Correct. All right, we'll just profess him winner as usual. Hooray! Huzzah to the shopkeep. Uh, all right. I'm going to have to raise an official protest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I have nothing else to live for. <laughs> well, we know Zuby didn't win. <laughs> That's that right. much That much is clear. Hopefully he won next week. by not being here. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> he got the Hopefully best we'll get Zuby back next week. I did text him. I I, I, I hope he's okay. He, he never texted back. Well, so. there's all those fans out of the studio earlier when I was signing all those autographs. Maybe, Maybe he's he still mobbed. stuck out there. I, I think so. Maybe he got crushed in a fan stampede, like in Peru. <laughs> Can three really be a fan stampede? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christopher Pringle says uh, that last gun should have been Emek plus cash. Please don't make the Emek the new axe. No. <laughs> no. The Emek is is. Yeah. The axe was great too, but. 
Here's a question. Actually, okay, that right. leads me yeah, to that. because Gavin, next gun you're going to buy. Forget what you have. What's your next gun you're buying? Honestly, go. No, no, not <laughs> not, not pistol. I have a few pistols that I haven't been using. I'm really loving the EMF. It's unbelievable. It is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's sort of where you know I, I'm staring at. Unless they certainly send us six of them. <laughs> I'm uh, not yeah, likely. <laughs> not likely. But I can keep begging. Yeah, that's uh, you know, it's that's where my eye has been wandering. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's definitely a. Uh, Definitely one of my fixations. Joe, what are you thinking? Um, the Eclipse MagFed or M170. I kind of, as much as I'm Milson, that thing is wicked. Terry, it's almost not fair. Like, it's that accurate, yes, light, and perfect of a gun, and it's mechanical, so you don't have to be a speedball guy, right? Like, it, you, you can be an honest, mechanical player with that gun. And it's it's accurate, it's light, it's pretty, it's well fitted. Who's to say that people who shoot electronics are not honest? Oh, lots. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're talking about wipe 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 wipey wipersons? Um, no, no. But I mean, like, you can go out there on a field and play with everybody and not be lighting people up because you're not going to. Yeah. You could one shot one kill people all day long easily. You, could, like, yep. you like yeah. using a pump? I I you know Terry Terry was out on on the weekend and he took the mag component and put the hopper fed on his mg100 or his emf or whatever it is but on on his new um eclipse mag fed gun and it the thing was just shooting unbelievable lasers <laughs> frozen ropes frozen ropes <laughs> it's just, it was really really good yeah i yeah i mean i hate to beat that dead horse ladies and gentlemen but yeah. if you buy the MG100, the EMF, you'll enjoy it. Certainly the M170R, I have to say, is probably one of the best guns. It, it, like I, I, I said to someone the other day, it's probably going to be the last gun he buys. So, Matt, what about you? Next gun. Uh, I hate to jump on the train, but I'm going to say the uh, GO4. I have zero use for something like that, but I would really like to have one. They are pretty. They are super pretty, and they... Well, I, you know what? In November, the Geo 4.25 is coming out. Just <laughs> after Apple releases the new operating system, the new Geo 4, 4.2 comes out. Here's a question off topic, okay. and you guys you guys in the chat can, can chime into this in, in Joe's question. The newest Apple phone, is it that much better than one that's even one or two years old? There has been so little changes in cell phones over the last few years because there's nothing really great or new. Is it really worth the effort? I'm curious because... I just think the camera gets better and better. I think the camera's better and it's a little faster. Um, but you have to remember, Facebook and Instagram dumb down your picture anyways. Yeah, but look at some of the pictures people are posting, man. With their cameras on their phones, it's it's pretty, pretty fantastic. I, I think the 12... The iPhone 12 is going to um, revolutionize cell phones. No, I think it's going to be. Are you wearing a mock a, turtleneck there, it's Matt? It's going to be a step so up. I was going through some old stuff in my uh, storage, and I found a, not a camcorder, because it was not a tape. It was uh, SD cards, yep. uh, but it was a video camera, right? What you no longer need. Everybody has a phone that's capable of uh, shooting video, shooting pictures. Yep. I haven't seen it, unless you're a professional photographer or have a ridiculous, uh, wonderful uh, camera. Some of the cam some of the pictures that uh, the iPhones take, or even the Samsungs take, are really, really hard to tell the difference between a professional camera and uh, and sort of the, the phone that you have in your hand, right? Yeah. So Bob Spicer's fishing somewhere, and he's got some three D pictures with his phone up on Facebook, and even though they dumb it down, man, it they're they're it's like looking at a TV. And on my phone, like it's it's pretty amazing. Well, you think your cell phone now has taken everything away, as Gavin said. You don't need a camcorder anymore. You don't need a watch. You don't need a computer, a calculator. You don't need a com you don't need a stereo. You, you, yeah, you need nothing. Everything is there. What more can they put in a cell phone that you're doing on a regular basis, other than? You know, can it can it blend your juice in the morning? Like, so they're, obviously they're going to look at uh, better batteries, right? Longer lasting batteries to run those uh, so more applications that require video, sort of those drains, and that'll be there around for for a while. So battery life, uh, as well as storage capacity too, because storage capacity is know. huge. But forget all of that. When five G clicks on, will your phone keep up to that? And not only five G, but 
what what they really need to do is get rid of this Wi-Fi and somehow have a better, more dependable signal, stronger, faster, better. But will they have a better six million dollar man? Yep. Bionic. Yep. The, the new there's a new watch coming out too, and I I wear one of those sleep uh, a sleep a CPAP, CPAP machine, machine. C- and I I wear my watch every most every night to track my sleep. And Apple's gonna have its own built-in sleep <laughs> tracking. George I, Hayes I, has breathalyzer. That's good. Breathalyzer. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I think I might even consider a, a new watch so I can get the, the better sleep tracking. Because I, I believe when I properly, when my CPAP machine properly fits, I get a better sleep than when I don't. Rick Chart also says start your car. I, I, I know this is going to sound hoity-toity, but the GMs, you can have an app on your phone that turns on your car turns off your car you can do diagnostics on it and it's all done from your cell phone too right so yeah i mean whatever we got off topic on paintball but i'm, I'm curious because well, we can talk about it's another things. it's another what how much is a new iphone right now a million dollars like, well they're usually 1, about 1200 yeah like, every, everyone that comes out right but again you just you just listed all the features in terms of this is all you need it's a self-contained computer yeah camera like, like yeah. everything you need yeah, it's but, mobile but, yeah. but okay, just take the cost of the phone, and if you use it three hours a day, 365 days, and you divide that by that many minutes. Yeah, no, you don't have to pennies. justify that. Like 1200 bucks for me, I don't have a problem. But why oh, I say that well, is because because I've got that $1,200 money. What I'm saying is like if <laughs> I buy one, checks. it's a trickle-down effect because then your wife needs one. Then you're buying, you know what I mean? Like your your kids are just going to get the trickle down anyway. Right. But I, I mean, it's it's you're not just buying one. You're buying a you're going to be buying. Oh a right. Bunch. So we talked about this a few maybe a months ago, the Empire the HUD system for their goggles. Mm. So it was really inaccessible for Canada because we had the worst, and we still have a really horrible cell phone plan rate uh, in Canada. But now there's a lot of plans that offer unlimited data. Or data, however you want to say it. I think now, if they reintroduced it, there'd be far more buy-in for it. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't know if that's dead in the water or warehoused or yeah. uh, now in a museum, but I would love to see that reintroduced or some sort of a version of that, whether it's a standalone app or or what have you. But yeah. the heads-up display system in the goggles and would I, be great I love right that. Now. And I think Apple Glass, as you're not supposed to know, the biggest release that you're not supposed to know about. If, if Apple Glass becomes a thing, then finally being social, you might be able to fake your way through it. Like there's nothing more frustrating than hang out with people and everyone's on their phone, right? Like that's that's fine. But when, uh, at least with Google Glass, you're now hands-free and you'll have that heads up. Like uh, my dream app is if I walk into a room and I'm I'm horrible with names and I see Gavin, Gavin's name comes up, has one child. This is their name. <laughs> has this dog. Do you know what I mean? Like all the stuff that you should know as a human so that, that most of us forget about. So that and yeah. uh, with language. So somebody yeah. can yes. speak to you and it can translate it so you know exactly what's what's going on. So there's yeah. a lot of applications that are um, it would be really, really accessible and wonderful, but it hasn't been successful in the past because people don't want to put an apparatus on their face. Yeah. Uh, when it's not when it's when it's not necessary. That's why people go to contact lenses. People don't want to wear goggles yeah. or, or, or glasses, right? So I don't think it's gonna have much. Bother. Maybe there'll be an app that can help my face. Uh, Elliot Darno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Darno says, uh, "What is Apple Glass? Basically, it's like Google Glass. So picture a pair of uh, glasses with all of your, uh, you know, visuals on your phone on the inside of your glass lens. So as you're walking there, around, there, you can see a everything. Com- there's a company yeah, 25% in Water- more expensive. There's a company in Waterloo or Kitchener Waterloo that was just bought by Google. It's called. It used to be Thalmic Labs, and they made this device called the Mayo, and it would control like drones and stuff with wrist actuation." Then they, I think they sold those rights and they started making eyeglasses. And then they sold, Google just recently bought their information, um, their technology to make um, Google Glasses. So you've got, now you've got Google with Google Glasses and um, Apple working on their version. Tommy Guns has a great point. He says, I don't even know my, know people's real names anymore, just their Facebook names. If it wasn't for Facebook, I wouldn't wish anybody a happy birthday, by the way. Yeah, that's true. That's okay. true. I, I took that notification off, and no one knows it's my birthday until unless someone posts up, if, which I don't. It, it, here you go. If you yep. are going to go into the Apple Store in Canada and buy a brand new iPhone 11 Pro Max, which is the big version of this behemoth, 
with 512 gigabyte, it's $1,859. Forget that. Jesus. From the Apple store. Yeah. Uh, soon the Apple updates will make my phone slower, sluggish, and whatever, and then I'll be forced to buy one. But until then... <laughs> See, yeah. me, it's usually when the battery is completely, like, uh, depleted uh, and corroded and you have to replace it. Batteries are, like, 200 bucks. Yeah, that's So there's no it. point in doing it. Well, that's assuming you can change the battery in your phone, which you can on most. Someone was devising a cell phone that was modular. So the battery can be changed. The camera can be changed out. You don't have to buy a new phone. Mm. You would literally just slide out that and put in a new one, a new processor, all that sort of stuff. It never did get off the ground, but there was a Kickstarter going around for, for a number of years on that. I wonder where that, where that happened. But then the other thing is, or do we just get out of Google and get into like the, or sorry, get out of Apple and like the Google phone is pretty cool. Samsung's got a whole great yes, line sir. of, anyone that's a Samsung guy swears by them. I ah. like my Apple phone because I like them. Just because it's habitual, but... And for me, the only reason why I've been st I've stuck with Apple is because uh, when it first came out, that's what I had. And so all the apps that I purchased, everything is... It's all... In, so that they've sucked me in with the amount of money I've invested in, in applications yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, but this this faster 4G or 5G network, when it hits, from what I'm reading, it's supposed to be pretty fantastic. Whether it's going to live up to half of that, I don't know, but uh, hopefully it does. Then you'll be able to watch the show... 10 episodes at a time in high def. <laughs> Ooh, I better do some work on the face. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, Dwayne King says he only uses Facebook for this podcast. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. So a dollar, so a dollar 74 a day gets your new phone based on, based, based on, based on, based on three hours of phone usage a day. I'd sooner feed a child in Africa. Yeah. I wouldn't. I hate to say it, but that's what, they what I for spend you? on Starbucks a week, or <laughs> not a week, a year. Like I buy a I buy a hot chocolate from Starbucks at least three or four times a week now. My coffee costs two dollars and twenty six cents yeah. from Starbucks. Yeah. So we moved on from tech talk to coffee <laughs> talk. <laughs> yeah. What'd you guys have for dinner? Ooh. <laughs> we'll have to get to that next week, ladies and gentlemen. So that's stay right. tuned. There's a there's a cliffhanger for you. <laughs> So awesome. So thank you guys for putting up with us. But it uh, range sucks at 5G. It does. Sorry, it's 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 not 5G. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like a, it was your internet on your cell phone was was 2G, 3G, 4G, LTE, LTE. Yeah. But when they go to 5G, it's supposed to be the bee's knees, if you will. Um, and it's supposed to be like a million users in a 10 mile radius with no slowdowns and stuff like that. Like if you ever go to like a ball game or a hockey game and there's, you know, tens of thousands of people around and you can't get cell signal or it's horrible. That's why. Well, this new thing will. Yeah. So Mike Everett is just showing up. So, guys, we're going to sign off. Thank you, Mikey, thank for you. coming and checking <laughs> us out. Um, Gavin, thank you for being on the show. As always, folks, it was wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for your contributions in the chat. Uh, make sure you hit the like and share on the way out so people know what you did tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, Joe, thank you for being on the show. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight to uh, Beautiful Behind the Bunker. Tomorrow night, if you're looking for a midweek paintball fix, we are at the outdoor for Mission Tuesdays from 5 p.m. until dusk. Come on out. It's a pretty fun night. There's also some guys playing airsoft tomorrow night, so there's couple options for uh, 68 cal or 6 millimeter things whizzing by you. Very Until good. then, pew pew. And thank you to Matt who's playing Snake on his Nokia right now. Oh, I miss that so much. <laughs> i got to see if I can download that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be an emulator for old Nokia games for your cell phone. I'm sure there is, yeah. yeah. But thank you for being on the show. No worries. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. We'll see you guys next week. If you want to catch up the whole episode, go download it on our podcast anywhere you get your favorite podcast from.